Hey, what's up, everybody? For your fix of fitness, health, life, and laughs, you know where it's at. That's right, it's at the podcast with your host, yours truly, Adam Pullman. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast. This is the show where all of your health, fitness, and nutrition questions are answered. So you can send in whatever questions you want, and I'll sit here and answer them for you. So if you have a question that you want to send in, you can do so on Instagram. My handle is Adam underscore Pullman Fit. If you look me up there, go to my story on Sundays, you'll see a question box that says, ask me a question. That's your green light to submit as many health, fitness, and nutrition questions as you would like. And uh, if I like the question, and I think it's a good question, I'll answer it here on uh, the show. No stupid questions allowed. Just kidding. There's no such thing as a stupid question. We're all here to learn more, all right? Um, so that's where you can get that done. The questions that we are going to discuss today uh, are, are like this. The first one, uh, the first individual wants to know um, how often you should change up your training program every you know month or two months, every year. How, how often do you change it up? So we're going to be talking about that today. And then we're also going to uh, be discussing whether or not you need to go to failure on your last set when you're trying to build muscle. So if you're trying to build muscle, do you train to failure? Is it necessary? That is what we're going to be talking about uh, today. All right, guys, if you enjoy this content in this show and you want more free content, you can get more guides, articles, and things like that at pullmanfitness.com slash free. That's P-O-E-H-L-M-A-N-N fitness.com slash free. First question today is from Patty underscore Von Schweetz. That's quite a last name there, Patty. And the question is, do you recommend changing your routine every six weeks and should you have a week off before changing? Good question. So usually three to six weeks is what I recommend, okay? Three to six weeks is what's been shown to uh, allow the body to adapt and change without it staying adapted too long, okay? So the reason that I do four weeks is because one, it's kind of a sweet spot between three to six weeks, um, and two, it is it just works best with our you know our calendar schedule that we have as human beings. Okay, uh, every month is four weeks long, so it kind of just works well to start a new phase every single month. But it's completely up to you, really. Uh, if you stick anywhere between three to six months, I have found that at times in my uh, training career, there are moments when, you know, three weeks, I'm not really adapting anymore. I'm not, I'm not changing. I'm not growing anymore. I'm not improving. There have been times where six weeks is up and I'm like, dang, I still think I can be, you know, improving and my body is, my body is still killing it. Um, so it really just depends, but I almost always just keep things at four weeks for myself and for, uh, my clients. That is how often you should switch it up. Now, the question is, what should you switch up? I know you didn't ask that, but I'm going to ask it myself and answer myself. All right. So mostly what you want to be changing up is the, the rest in between sets, uh, and the reps. Those are the two big things that you want to be changing up. You should always be trying to use the most amount of weight in the certain rep range that you have uh, with good form. So obviously, you know, heavyweight with 12 reps is going to look different than heavyweight with four reps. But you always want the weight to be heavy relative to the reps that you are doing, as long as you have good form and you are safe, obviously. 
okay? Um, as far as exercises go, you can certainly switch exercises up. However, I would recommend that you keep the staples in there or at the very least a variation of the staples. The staples being squat, bench, uh, deadlift, rows, pull-ups, overhead press. Um, what else did I miss? Lunges, comp big compound movements, dips, uh, and things like that. You wanna keep those as your staples and then you can kind of change accessory movements or do variations of those of those compound movements um, as you phase your programming, all right? So that's what I recommend. Now, as far as taking a week off, you do not have to do that whatsoever. Um, usually with my clients, I'll have them take a week off like every three months or so. It really just depends on what they're doing. You know, if they're feeling a little burnt out, feeling a little bit exhausted, they feel like their body just isn't really keeping up well with the workouts and, and whatnot. I'll just say, Hey, let's take a week off. It's been a few months. We'll do that. Kind of let the body decompress and then get back after it. Nine times out of 10, when they come back to it, they feel a million times better and they continue to progress. Uh, there have been people where they don't take a week off for six months, nine months, and they're still progressing. It really just depends listen to your body. Um, but if you're changing your program every three to six weeks and phasing it, I don't see any need whatsoever to take a week off in between those. In fact, if you take a week off that frequently, you might actually impact your long-term progress and performance. Uh, so it depends, really, it depends. But it's it seems too often to me uh, to take a break every, uh, or take a week off every three to six weeks or so, even every six weeks. Um, let's see. Next question is from Marlena Montoya. And the question is, do you have to hit failure on your last set for muscle growth? Or is it okay to hit failure before all sets are complete? Neither. Neither. You don't want to shoot for failure. The reason being is because when you shoot for failure, your risk of injury increases exponentially. Um, and if you're constantly going to failure in your workouts, you are not going to recover well, and that is going to impact your performance in the next workout. And in the grand scheme of things, that's not going to be good long-term. You know, let's say workout, you've got workout A, workout B, workout C, right? And it's a full body workout, pretty similar movements in each one. Let's say you go balls to the wall. You're pushing for failure every single set on workout A, which is Monday, but then you've got workout B, which is Wednesday. You're going to be sore as shit. You're not going to feel good and workout B is going to suffer because of that. Or you're going to be dumb and you're going to keep pushing to failure in workout B and you're going to really just screw yourself over. And then if you even do that, workout C is going to be impacted. So you can kind of see how it's a ripple effect. Instead of shooting for failure, you want to shoot for fatigue, which is one to two reps short of failure. All right. So let's go through an example here. Let's say that you need to get 10 reps done you have to complete 10 reps because that's what you have assigned, all right? You wanna use a weight that allows you to complete 10 reps knowing you could maybe do one or two more. So you could maybe do 11 or 12 if someone had a gun to your head and your life depended on it. I know that's drastic. I know it's like, oh my gosh, it's so dark. But that's the reality, okay? That is the reality, all right? So let's say you got some heavy weight on that squat. You have 10 reps to do. I'm going to finish that, or you're going to finish that last set, or excuse me, geez, that last rep, that 10th rep of squats, knowing that like, yeah, if I tried my damnest, I could definitely do one or two more, but I'm good right here. I, f I feel pushed. That's where you want to stop. You want to reach fatigue and not failure because your body is going to be able to recover from that a lot better and increase the weight in the next workout a lot more so. Um, and it's not going to be exhausted, sore, and beat to hell. And it's going to allow you to progress even more so than going to failure. 
Uh, so that's what you want to shoot for is fatigue. All right, guys, if you, uh, if you want more free fitness information outside of these answers, go to PullmanFitness.com slash free. You can download all of that free stuff there. And if you enjoyed this episode and you know someone that might get something out of it, you know, spread the love, share it with them, share it with your friends and family. Let them know that this is where they can go to get all of their health, fitness, and nutrition questions answered. Oh my goodness, I cannot believe it is over already. Hey, thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. Hey, listen in. If you have a health and fitness goal that you are trying to reach, I don't know what else to say other than to say it must be a match made in heaven. If you didn't know already, Pullman Fitness exists to transform the body, mind, and spirit through personal coaching and sustainable fitness plans for any stage of life. So if you want to reach your goals, build sustainability, and enjoy life all at the same time, you guys got to check out Premier Coaching at Pullman Fitness. From custom-tailored programming to 24-7 access to your personal coach, you'll have everything that you need to succeed. You guys can find out a lot more about Premier Coaching as well as our membership program at PullmanFitness.com. Hey, if you enjoyed the show, share the love by leaving a five-star review and introducing the podcast to your friends and family. As always, thank you so much for listening, and until next time, this is The podcast.